You're listening to Crossings Conversations from Church Divinity School of the Pacific, a show about leaders creating Christian community and sharing God's love. This is Kyle Oliver from Church Divinity School of the Pacific, and I'm here with the Reverend Jessica Frederick, a 2023 graduate of the CDSP hybrid program and the Minister for Children, Youth, and Families at St. Luke's Episcopal Church in Jamestown, New York. Jessica, thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me. So we're going to have a conversation about uh, this uh, distinctive uh, experience that some of our hybrid students have of um, studying in the hybrid program while also working in a full-time ministry position. Uh, But before we dive in too much to the details of that, I wonder if you might just say a bit about what drew you to the hybrid program in the first place. Well, um, I live in western new york um so i am south of buffalo um about 80 miles south of buffalo and really it just wasn't an option with my husband's work and and my own work to up and relocate um and and so really like that the hybrid program was was what was feasible um for for me and my family um and and CDSP was was recommended to me by my bishop, um, and so that that's what that's what brought me here. Yeah, cool. And um, so, do I have right that you were um, at the time already uh, working at St. Luke's? And if I if I have that right, tell me a little bit about um, what um, what your role was like then, and. Um, perhaps a bit about how it's uh, evolved over these years. Sure. Uh, yes, I, I started work at St. Luke's just before enrolling at CDSP um, in the spring of, of 2019. And um, it, you know, the position has grown with me um, mm. and being being in seminary while practicing ministry, it's kind of been an iron sharpens iron experience, you know, where, um, kind of, kind of testing what I'm learning in the classroom and also applying it in parish ministry, um, and, and helping to discern kind of what, what is, what is practical, um, in a parish ministry setting. One of the real gifts is, um, from, from that experience is I've been able to get a lot of my first rookie ministry mistakes out of the way. (laughs) Um, I will continue to make mistakes, but, but there have been, there have been many times in the process where, you know, um, I don't know, a, a presentation at Vestry doesn't go as planned or youth group lesson goes sideways or, Mm-hmm. Any number of things um, that can happen in parish ministry has happened, and and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I've done that for the first time now. Yeah. Um, did so, you feel like? Um, did you feel like having having seminary there in the backdrop for some of those? What was a source of support or um, uh, you know benefit uh, when you were making those mistakes? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, in, in the context of, you know, it was doing my own, you know, ministry here at St. Luke's and then, and then on layered on top of that field at experiences, it's kind of double kind of, I don't know, get double credit for it. (laughs) Um, and to be in a, in a community of, of learners. Um, and it, it also helped, 
me in in discernment of of what we were studying to just kind of try ideas um and sometimes you know whatever we were learning about like okay well here's a concept that that I we've been reading about in class and and to try it um kind of in real time um has was was really interesting um and and really useful too so I think it also helped um, develop a habit of being a lifelong learner um, because I, I was, you know, learning really intensively while I was in, in seminary and doing ordained ministry. And now that, now that I've wrapped up my studies, like I find myself thinking like, okay, what am I, what am I going to be reading? Um, who's my learning cohort going to be? post CDSP, um, because the learning never, never stops. Um, and now it's become such a habit since I've done both alongside each other for years. Um, it's, it's now kind of an ingrained practice. Like, like you need both. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you, why would you not be reading and learning from other people and whatnot as you're encountering these challenges and and that sort of thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You mentioned that you had the opportunity to sort of try things out. You mentioned having the opportunity to make mistakes. I'm curious if there's like a, a particular um, uh, a particular story or anecdote that that um, like captures that for you in in a way um, something something that was especially however you want to take it <laughs> effective or uh, ineffective. You know, just to make it a little more concrete for us. Sure. Uh, the, the what comes to mind is um, the the community organizing class um, that you know I've taken as as part of my studies has been one of the most formative and useful classes for parish ministry. Um, thinking thinking about community like parish ministry in part as community organizing has been so formative. And again, it's, it's a practice, right? Like it's not something that you study and you try once and then you're done. Um, but you know, the concepts of, um, meeting with people one-on-one and, and learning about like what, what, like, what are their interests? Like what, what do they care about? What motivates people? Um, it's, it's essential, and here I am. So I took that class in the Jan- in January of 2020 before you know everything exploded, um, and you know I had one understanding of it then. You know it was kind of mind opening, and here I am um, in the entering the fall of 2023, and we're trying to really re. Um, reinvigorate our children and youth ministries because like many churches, the pandemic changed everything. Um, and so I've spent my summer just kind of doing one-on-ones with parents and youth, um, and kind of talking to them about like, what do you, what do you want to see, um, in, in, at St. Luke's this year? And the feedback has just been fascinating. Um, so here I thought three years ago that I really learned and took the lessons of community organizing with me and and I'm still using it um, and coming to have a deeper appreciation for 
for the applications and how it's never done. Um, mm. I'm, I'm thinking about how I need to continue having these conversations um, all throughout the year. In some ways, there's something very artificial about a class um, where you, you know, have this time of learning and uh, and, and perhaps very applied learning mm-hmm. uh, and that it, it's done, <laughs> you know, and, and I hear you saying, I think that like something about like having the class in and amidst a context where that practice, you know, needed to be ongoing. I mean, it's like the lifelong learning point you made of yeah. like, it's just sort of natural that it continues. Am I, am I hearing that right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and another thing is that that comes to my mind, too. This is one of those um, ancillary lessons that did not show up on a single syllabus, but has been kind of the most formative uh, lesson that I've taken from um, this dual role is learning how to not just manage time, but kind of how to have one too many commitments all the time. Um, because that's what parish ministry is. And like we can strive for sustainability and, you know, um, you know, optimal scheduling. That can be the goal in parish ministry. But the reality is that the boiler will break down or someone will die or, you know, like there's there's always one thing too many happening in parish ministry in in my experience and you can always do more and trying to juggle seminary and work kind of taught me how to prioritize what's really important how to just get things done that just have to happen right but like okay this I could spend two hours on this, but I'm not going to because it's not worth my time. Um, that's been, and learning to let things go. Like this is not going to be perfect. It's going to be messy. I'm going to make mistakes and that's okay. Cause that's, that's, that's parish ministry. <laughs> yeah. 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 Boy, that, that really, that really resonates. Yeah. I, that, thank you for that. Um, so you mentioned the, that the, the job has sort of grown with you. Uh, as you've been pursuing these uh, until until very recently, sort of parallel um, uh, experiences. Um, I'm curious if you've had uh, challenges or or maybe triumphs, <laughs> um, sort of navigating the, um, the the potential challenges of 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 those two things happening at once of being being in a context and having your formation and your identity and your role um, potentially, you know, in transition in the midst of that? Have there been, um, you know, what's, what's that been like for you? I think the way I'd begin to answer that question is that um, it kind of creates, can, can be part of um, developing a, being part of a congregational culture of growth and learning and change. Um, I'm, I'm really fortunate. Like St. Luke's is, is a really special community, um, where people, people do learn and grow and change. Like that's, these are kind of core, core values. Um, and so it's funny because people will, will on occasion have said to me recently, like, wow, you've grown so much, which feels, (laughs) you know, kind of vulnerable. Um, 
and and also like it's this um it's this understanding that that we grow together i think mm. right like the congregation um understands that that's that's kind of what what we what we do um is is we try things and we grow and um something that that has been really beautiful as as part of that is i've i've noticed prior to my ordination to the transitional diaconate and now as my ordination to the priesthood approaches, there's this moment where um, people start, have started to see me differently and have started like referencing me, you know, prior to my ordination to the transitional diaconate, like people would refer to me as clergy before I was ordained. Mm-hmm. Um and it wasn't because like, there's a real clear distinction of boundaries. Like nobody, nobody didn't understand that, but they, they could see, you know, my growth and they could, they could just recognize my calling in me, which is wonderful. Like it's beautifully affirming. Right. And, and, um, you know, the, the Bishop and, and the ordination service is, is certainly part of that transformation, but to have that be, affirmed and confirmed by the community where I serve has been just a really beautiful gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in, in another context, it might be conceivable that, that you'd have an experience of, of like, sheesh, why can't these people see me as their new leader in this new way or, or, you know, or not, but it sounds like, um, Sounds like in this setting, um, like the, the there's such a value on on on, on growth and, and I think I'm hearing growing together that 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 was uh, a really organic process. It sounds like. Yeah, I'll I'll say like um, just to, as a kind of a vignette of the culture at St. Luke's. It was it was really funny. A number of years ago, we did um, as part of our Christmas pageant, we decided it would be really fun to. Um, try having live animals as, as part of the, the pageant, um, okay. which, which brought all kinds of joy and life and complexities to our Christmas pageant. Um, and, and, you know, we did it and it was kind of chaotic and everything you'd expect to have goats, you know, and ducks at, at, at a Christmas Eve service. And um, one of the parents kind of came up to me afterwards the next year and they said, yeah, the... Um, the the live the live animals are we going to be doing that are we doing that again this year <laughs> and um, you know it it's like okay well we tried it and you know it was it was a good learning experience um are we gonna are we gonna keep going in that direction or are we gonna yeah. try something new uh, hmm. and she said it with good grace and good humor and um, you know so it's it's that sense of yeah we try things they they might work they might not it might be messy it might be chaotic. Um, and that's, that's just what we do. We laugh about it and, and we, and we grow and we keep moving. Yeah. And that's a, I mean, that's a beautiful view of, of leadership, of discipleship, um, the, you know, helpful and helpful in so many ways. Yeah. 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 I suppose one of the other things that I've, I've learned, like, as I'm talking about this is, is discernment too, on like, um, finding a congregation that, that fits, right. That works work for you. Um, yeah, it, that's been, that's been really, really helpful. Am I hearing you right that the process of, 
um, coming to learn that St. Luke's was a fit for you um, <laughs> alongside all of these other intensive dimensions of discernment in, mm -hmm. in your life in these years has been something you want to take with you going forward. Am I putting my finger on it there? I think so. Yeah. I mean, just part of, part of having this parish ministry experience has, has taught me um, how good it can be. Like there's no shortage of struggles in church leadership and in the Episcopal church, you know? Um, and, um, and also like there, there are beautiful places Right. And there are beautiful places that will appreciate a person's gifts. There are mm. places where you can find something and, you know, um, build something beautiful with a community. Mm. And, and I think sometimes there's a temptation post-seminary to just try and find a placement. Um, mm. And I've been really lucky or it's been by the grace of God or, you know, that that I've I'm I am where I am. I feel really fortunate, um, you know. And and talking to seminary colleagues, you know, folks folks are just trying to fill holes, or you, you know, and that's and that's all fine. Life is complicated, and we're all balancing different commitments. That's what the hybrid program is partially about, you know. Yeah. Um, but for me, like it, it's been really um formative to to be part of and leading a community um that's that's a special place like and just when you've been in a special place you know what it can feel like so when people over the years have asked me about um the 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 hybrid program as it's now called um you know one thing that i've said is you know many of the students who find their way into this program have something really good in their life where they are right now. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it is like important for them, for the world, probably for the seminary community, that mm -hmm. that something good in their life right now can like be brought to bear on the seminary, on seminary studies. And um, and, and, and be, be a sort, you know, like, um, yeah, I went to a residential seminary and like, we were all, almost all of us dealing with a sense of like uprootedness that first mm -hmm. year. Um, and like, um, I, I can imagine that the, the, the tenor of your experience was, was quite different. So, um, yeah, that's, I mean, the, just the, the power of like, yeah, here's, here's this really good thing. Mm -hmm. And, and my, studies can happen in the midst of that. That's, that's, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, and I guess what occurs to me is that, and what I've been thinking a lot about is both in the CDSP's hybrid program and also in, in ministry, in my ministry's experiences here at St. Luke's is um, just how big God's imagination is. Mm. And like there is so much room for creativity and imagination and you know like it is the stressor and the most invigorating thing to be part of the church 
in the 21st century, right? Like the good news is the field is wide open and you can do like God is calling us to, to, to recreate and reimagine what it is to follow, you know, the way of Jesus and in a totally new way. And like CDSP is, is experimenting with that in seminary and, and we as leaders in the hybrid program have the opportunity to bring all our lives to bear and all the creativity and imagination that real integrated incarnational human lives lived out in the world, wherever God calls us to bear in our ministry. Like there's just so much space for our imagination and this is an opportunity to live that. Yeah. Yeah. So you've spoken quite a bit already about um, community and and the power of of community um, in the midst of your in the midst of your studies um, and, and 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 mostly you've been talking about um, uh, your your work setting. Uh, I wonder if you might say something about the experience of of community uh, with your CDSP peers um, through through your studies and you know what that what that meant to you in general and perhaps also what that meant to you as a minister at St. Luke's. Mm, yeah, it it's amazing how community is possible even even in this in this hybrid program. Um, you know, I really started. I was surprised to discover that I was really starting to build connections and relationships in the midst of the pandemic over, over zoom. Um, and, and at this point, um, you know, one, one of my, one of my closest friends is a CDSP graduate and it's been such a gift to have another person who is called to ordain ministry and, um, is also like, in a different context, right? So then you can, you know, vent or or share share struggles with with someone who has a really different perspective than other people who are right there in the middle of all of it. Um, so that's that's been enriching, and it's also been helpful to hear from seminary students from around the country. Um, and indeed around the world, like the the state of the Episcopal Church and their contacts and to realize how different and how similar some of the challenges and struggles and opportunities are. Um, you know, you have you have the culture between the East and the West Coast, for instance, is really different. Yeah. Um, and, and also there's some similarities too. So kind of being able to get a pulse on the Episcopal Church, on on the broader culture, um, you know, across the country has been has been really interesting and really formative. And that and that pulse, and that pulse being like a very like I assume a, 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 a real and lively thing because the person is there now, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting that you know the the traditional residency programs at, at seminaries, which are you know good, um, it 
it's interesting to me because that formation experience is much more of a monastic formation experience mm -hmm. um, from, from my observation. And yet when we go out into p parish ministry, many of us who are called to that, it's not a monastic context. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the hybrid program really, I feel is, is, is formative for folks who are, who are not called to monastic ministry, but, but rather parish ones. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes good sense. I agree. I agree. Um, so as we start to come in for a landing here, I wonder, um, you, you've shared, you've said some thoughts on this already, I think, but, um, any other advice you might have for for others who are navigating uh, full time ministry with their hybrid studies? It's okay not to be perfect. You mm -hmm. don't have to get A's to learn a lot. Mm -hmm. um, discernment is key, and part of that discernment is figuring out how you're going to spend your time and and your effort. And sometimes the best use of your time um, is is turning in a C paper. Um, maybe not all the time, but, but sometimes that's what you have to do. And that's okay. Um, we, we are not called to be perfect. You don't have to get A's at everything that does not affirm your call. Um, so, so learning how to give yourself grace, learning how to prioritize um, is, is essential. Amen to that. <laughs> um, well, Jessica, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to, uh, join us for this episode of Crossings Conversations and blessings on your ministry. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. Crossings Conversations is a co-production of Church Divinity School of the Pacific and Trinity Church Wall Street. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts or share it with a colleague. You can learn more about the only Episcopal Seminary on the West Coast and subscribe to Crossings Magazine at cdsp.edu. Mm -hmm.